This is our third lab on 1 Peter 3, verse 7, addressing husbands as they are to likewise submit to every human institution, as it says back in chapter 1, verse 13. And this time we go beyond showing honor to the weaker vessel and go to showing honor to fellow heirs with us of the grace of life. Father, I pray that especially we husbands will catch some faint, glorious glimpse of what is implied to honor our wives as fellow heirs of the grace of eternal life. It is beyond words what this implies, and yet we must try. And so help me to do some justice to what is here and every man to be amazed and every woman to be encouraged. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way, according to knowledge. And that works itself out mainly in the command to show honor. First, to the woman as the weaker vessel. And that's what we looked at last time. What are the implications of showing honor to the woman as the weaker vessel? And I suggested things like he would be jealous to provide whatever initiatives in, in leading and providing and protecting that would be helpful. And he would be gentle and tender and not harsh. Those would seem to all correspond to her role as weaker vessel. And now we go beyond that to the fact that she is, since they are, the women, women are, the wives are, heirs with you, literally fellow heirs, sunkleronomois in Greek, all one word, fellow heirs with us, the husbands of the grace of life. And then next time, I think we'll look at so that your prayers may not be hindered. The first thing let's do is get a handle on this word heirs. So our wives and us, and we're assuming that we're both Christian now, are heirs of the grace of life. And we've already had a reference to how that is or how did that come about back in chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. It goes like this. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance. So there it is. We are fellow heirs of this inheritance. The word heirs right there to an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, unfading, kept in heaven for you. So here's the key thing. This inheritance has come about because our wives and we have been born again by God the Father. God the Father 
in his great mercy, has caused us to be born again. Being born again, we are his what? His children. Children are inheritors of their fathers. They have an inheritance. And God's inheritance is what God owns, which is breathtakingly broad. Namely, everything in the universe belongs to God. And we are the heirs of God. And better not just say we now, better say the woman you live with, if she's a Christian, is an heir of everything in the universe. That's how wealthy she is. That's how magnificent is her dignity. And we are co-heirs together with her. Second, what about this word grace? I'm assuming this life here is not just this life, but eternal life. And here's why I assume that. What is this grace referred to? Heirs of grace. Heirs of grace. So this grace is future. It's coming when the inheritance comes. And we see it, for example, here in 113. Therefore, preparing your minds for action and being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is the, the second coming of Jesus when he comes in magnificent glory. So the grace here is the grace being brought to us at the revelation of Christ. And what does that look like? Let's go over here to chapter 4, verse 13. Rejoice insofar as you share Christ's sufferings now in order that you may rejoice then and be glad when his glory is revealed. So back here, when it says the revelation of Jesus Christ is this grace that is coming to us, and now we see that when that is revealed, revelation, when it's revealed, it will be his glory, and we as his children or as the children of God and fellow heirs with Christ, according to Romans, will share in that glory. So heirs means these women are daughters of the creator of the universe and have become heirs of everything that he owns. And that is being spelled out now by the grace that is coming to us at the revelation of Christ, which is the glory of everything that eternal life implies. And that glory is not just his, but hers. Look at chapter 1, verses 6 and 7. In this you, all of you, men and women Christians, rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved through various trials. So men and women, husbands and wives, grieving in this fallen age, many trials that come upon us, so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes, though tested by fire, may be found to result. So what will our grieving and our trials and our proven faith result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And I believe this implies praise to her, glory to her, honor to her. These are glorious results of our faith being proven like gold through fire. And when it comes out on the other side, that gold gets praised and glorified and honored. 
And so when we say these women that we live with are fellow heirs, she's a daughter of the king of the universe. She will inherit what he owns. She will receive it with you as free grace when he comes in glory, not only to show his glory to her, but glorify her and praise her and honor her because she has trusted him and hoped in him. And all of that, I say now, All of that is designed to characterize the honor that we show her. So, men, we have scarcely begun to imagine the implications of this. You go to bed every night with an air of infinite glory. You are living with a queen of the universe. And here's the last point. When we think of honoring her as a weaker vessel, which in some significant reality or way she is, nothing about this can be condescending. Nothing about this honoring of the weaker vessel can be belittling or lording it over her or demeaning her. It will always be because of this, admiring her and reverencing her and esteeming her and being amazed that you get to live with her. And if you don't live that way with your wife, you know what's going to happen? This is going to happen, which is what we look at next time.